Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. Hello, TTV community. I am Bob Demena, and here with me, as always, is the intrepid Elliot Chibley. Each week, we like to bring you insight from travel authors, adventurers, conservationists, digital nomads, tour guides, and some of our very own personal travel experiences. Before we get into the podcast today, we want to let you know that if you yourself have some travel articles or travel-related news that you'd like us to discuss on a future Travel Bites episode, which we release once a month, you can send us those articles at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or tag us in them on social media, and we will be sure to incorporate them into the episode and give you a shout out to say thank you for sending them our way. This month's Travel Bites? Oh, what, did you have something else? You want yes, to I I did. Yeah. So this is a reminder for June, the structure change that we're going to do. So if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, we were releasing the Travel Bites the first of every month, and then a guest episode every subsequent week after that. What we're going to do now moving forward for the month of June is the Travel Bites the first of the month, and then only two additional guest podcasts that month. And then the remaining one or two weeks of the month will not have a podcast being released. We apologize if the you know it's less content that you enjoy, but we hope that you could consider the various uh, uh, things that we have going on in our personal lives, kids, aka kids primarily, uh, and that's really the reason um, that we need to sort of bring this down a little bit because again, we're not getting paid. This is a hobby for us, so we just need to spend more spend more time with our families, and that's Which that's really the, all of you can understand. Yeah, that's really the reason for it. So we don't want to quit. Uh, we have no intentions of quitting ever. Uh, we will be old and gray doing this together. So uh, the plan is to keep going. And this is pretty much the best way or maybe the, even the only way for us to continue to record these episodes and release these podcasts. Absolutely. All right. So this month's Travel Bites, month of May, we've got uh, some uh, erectile dysfunction pills in Philly. We've got an emergency landing in Florida. We've got some 2022 summer travel season expectations, New York officials banning something from New York airports, a woman from Calgary jailed in the DR, Dominican Republic, scientists growing plants in lunar soil, astronomers Astronomers, (laughs) (laughs) looking at another black hole, which is very important because you'll understand why later. And then we talk a little bit about Airbnb in Paris. All right, travel tip of the week is plan your trip in the following order. And this is very specific. Flights, things to do, and hotel accommodations. Now, you're wondering why we ordered it as things to do and then hotel accommodations, because if you do all of the things on the west side of the city and you've already booked your hotel on the east side of the city, you got to change everything to the west side because you don't want to be going across from east to west every single day. You want to be staying where you're doing things. A mistake I've made personally because I went and I just booked something and it was the cheapest. So I was looking, oh, what's where's the cheapest place, you know, close to what I want to do? And I booked something cheap, but then by the time I planned my full daily itinerary, I was kind of far, you know. So yeah. Now I should caveat this by saying if the point of your trip is staying somewhere specific, maybe tailor your things to do to where you're staying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. And before we get started, if you like this podcast and find it interesting and entertaining, please consider giving us a a review on iTunes or any other platform that allows you to review. If you love us, we'd be forever grateful if you could subscribe to the show, share it with friends and family, and you can consider giving us a donation through uh, Buy Me a Coffee. And lastly, check out some of the cool things we offer. How do you organize and plan your trip? So if you like to keep your trip organized like we do, you can use the travel journal and planner that we developed for our very own personal travel experiences. This will allow you to record things like the dates, the budget, the top destinations, the currency exchange rate, the time difference. It has a fillable calendar and it provides you the ability to write out your entire itinerary by the hour. In addition to that, it has a place to store reservation information, a packing list, a to-do list. And then at the very back, it offers you space to journal about your trip. You can find this travel journal planner on our products page. And once you download it, you have it forever and you can reprint and refill it out for every trip you have moving forward. Now, if you do decide to purchase this, we encourage you to reach out to us with any tips to make it better. To help compile all of your info for the journal slash planner, we turned ourselves into cartoons to create a five-part video course that provides a step-by-step process to create the ultimate itinerary, including number one, navigation, number two, booking airfare, number three, blogs, research, and reviews, number four, itinerary building, and number five, safety, cultural norms, and thoughtful travel. The goal of this video tutorial is so that you can become your own personal travel agent and learn how to be plan efficient trips now and forever, all the while saving you money to splurge on a nice meal or first class seat for your next adventure. Yep. And now, so if you still think that planning your trip is a little bit too much or you just don't have time to sit down and actually do it, I can personally plan your trip for you using all the information that we just mentioned. If you're interested in this, please send me an email at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or visit our service pages on our website and we can meet over Zoom to discuss the details of your trip. You want to contribute to the podcast? If you work in the travel industry, you can join us for a travel roundtable discussion by submitting your information through the TAT form on our website. You can also send us a travel article via direct message or at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com for the monthly Travel Bites episode. Support us by wearing us. Go to redbubble.com to find awesome gear and merchandise of the Traveler's Blueprint. Some of the cost comes directly to us to help support the podcast. We definitely recommend the hoodie and the hat and maybe a sticker or a travel mug. Whether you purchase a product from us or just want to learn about travel alongside us as we interview our guests, know that we greatly value your support as a listener of the show. So first up, a man who had 900 illegal erectile dysfunction pills stash in his luggage where uh where so we're seized first article yeah we're seized in philadelphia airport my home airport so you know we're doing something and um this is partly like funny right it's partly funny because it's boner pills and that's just kind of funny <laughs> this is um, a family show yeah but but what makes it kind of sad is it appears that this guy was doing this because of how expensive pharmaceuticals are in the united states and so he, in his mind, I think, was trying to get these drugs for cheap. I don't know if he was intending to use them himself. Like, that's a lot. 900 pills. I doubt it. <laughs> and so, yeah, so maybe he was making a run and trying to sell them in the United States for what would be cheaper than what you could get them for here, I guess. And he was busted. That's a lot. That's a lot, that's a, that's a lot of medication. Um, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. And they're not, they're generic Viagra and they're not FDA approved, which is why they're considered illegal, which is why yeah. they are illegal. 
Yeah, yeah. They're not FDA approved. And yes, you're right. That was the reason why they're illegal. Because if they were FDA approved, you can actually, you can, there's no law against you going to a different country and buying medication that is FDA approved and bringing it back because it was cheaper. You're allowed to purchase cheaper medication. I actually have been thinking about it and may do it uh, with asthma inhalers. They're getting expensive, more expensive, like seemingly every year in the United States. I still have asthma. I still use them somewhat often. So same with um, EpiPens. Yeah, right, right. So it, it does say that uh, some Americans have turned to buying prescription drugs in foreign countries due to the high cost here. A study in 2020 by the University of Florida found that among a group of more than 61,000 adults on prescription medications, about 1.5% had turned to buying their drugs abroad to save money. That would be an interesting podcast uh, discussion it would. with someone who either helps people do it or, or does well, it we, themselves, like makes these runs. We've discussed it before. Medical tourism is a real thing. Yeah, but we haven't really had a, had a full-on medical tourism podcast. So we maybe maybe a future episode. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Up next is an emergency landing in Florida. This one was really interesting because not only was it filmed, there was a recording of the conversation between radio tower control and the <laughs> amateur would-be pilot. And this is a really interesting story. If you haven't seen it on social media, you can probably still find it. A 64-year-old pilot lost consciousness in midair, leaving his passengers with no flight experience to land the plane. And it turns out that he had some kind of heart issue, maybe a heart attack, and ended up having heart surgery. The pilot is it, doing fine now, or recovering now. Aortic tear he had. Which is absolutely terrible. Yeah, terrifying. And so the audio is terrifying. So this guy, who is like an interior designer or something out of Manhattan, I think, is what I read. He realizes it. They jump up. They other men in, on the plane, other people on the plane, like get the pilot out of the seat. He sits down. And when he starts talking to the air traffic controller there, I, I think he says something like, you know, do you know how to land the plane? He says, no, he's never flown a plane in his life. Obviously, he's an but, interior yeah. designer. Yeah. And then he, they, he asked if he could see land. And the guy said he was able to see the state of Florida. So he knew Florida, Florida was there. Um, and they talked him through it. They talked him through how to use the controls and how to land this plane. The guy's calmness is so admirable and fascinating, like how he was able to focus in such an incredibly, uh, you know, overwhelming situation. What I had ended up reading, like after the fact, this guy, his name's Darren Harrison, was the man who jumped into the cockpit to land the plane. He said that he wasn't even concerned. So in his mind, he knew he was going to land the plane because after the fact, they were asking, like, did you call your wife to tell her, you know, you love her or anything like that? And he said, didn't even cross my mind. In my mind, I was going home to my wife. I was landing the plane and things were were, were going to be easy. I I mean, to actually give you his exact quote, he said, when I was flying and saw the state of Florida at that second, I knew I'm going to land there. He said, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I knew I'm going to have to land this plane because there's no other option. And then people asked him, what if you had crashed and died? And he he said something along the lines. He said, in my mind, I knew I wasn't going to die. And the thought never crossed my mind to call and tell my wife bye. Whew. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Captain Bobby Morgan had an aortic dissection for clarification, which if it's a full aortic tear, you're usually dead in under a minute. So he was very lucky. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Um, would you... You know, would you be the guy to jump into the cockpit? Well, depends, right? It depends yeah. on the situation. Well, so believe it or not, yesterday I was actually supposed to take a, or two days ago, I was supposed to take a flying, actual flying lesson in Philly. And some things got jumbled around, but I that it'll be rescheduled for June. So I'll have an update on that. So I intend 
to jump into the cockpit eventually. Nice. Pick me up. I love I love flight simulation games mm-hmm. anyway, but it my grandfather, um, who was always into airplanes, had one of the actual joysticks and had like the flight simulator from like ninety-eight. And now the new Microsoft uh flight simulator is so realistic that people actually have like live streams and it looks real. Maybe talk to the maybe to your instructor and get we'll get them on the podcast to learn about how to become a pilot and what it's like to go through training and that, that yeah. that'd be interesting as well. Yeah. Well, instead of actually flying, we ended up seeing Top Gun. Oh, <laughs> nice. Next best thing. Yeah, <laughs> Did right. you like it? Did you like yeah, it? It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Intense seen travel. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I'm looking forward to it. It's a good right. it's a good revival. Uh modern modern, you know, twenty 21st century Top Gun. Okay. Uh, speaking of intense travel, uh, what to expect for summer? Uh, yeah. Lots of travel, actually. They're anticipating lots of travel, very high prices, very bad service, and very frequent delays due to what I believe Sounds is still awesome. labor shortages. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, just by by circumstance. I'm not really planning on traveling a lot this summer because I have a six month old. Elliot, I don't think you're you have a lot planned. Uh, nothing long, nothing international, but you are no. traveling within the United States. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to so, be going to uh, LA and Portland uh, in August, but that is now not happening. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you cancel that. Yeah. So the the U.S. Travel Association expects Americans to spend ninety five billion on travel. So that's only down five percent from twenty nineteen. And if you recall, way back in twenty nineteen, when the world was a completely different place, travel was booming. It was it people were going all over the place. Like it was it was an extremely popular thing to do uh we were talking about over tourism and vandalism of things and and so that was that's a that's huge that's huge and six in ten americans are taught are taking at least one trip this summer and of those planning vacations despite higher gas prices 35 expect to travel more this summer than last so and that's so surprising like there's there's been a few articles about how high the gas prices have been and curbing some driving destinations but it doesn't seem like it's been that big of an impact i mean we're at twice the cost Mm -hmm. per gallon than it was last time this year right yeah last time Uh, yeah it is it is it's it's interesting what i've read this is sort of like off topic but it's what who's being squeezed the most from inflation and uh supply chain issues are essentially the the poorest of the nation are the ones that they're seeing when studied um are spending less in like the retail sector and things like that so uh, it hasn't quite trickled up to impact middle to above middle class or you know upper middle class yeah. travel. It doesn't seem like it has yet. Some of the things that you can expect, that to just to go into a little bit more detail, things are going to be sold out. So if you want to do something this summer, book it two months ago. <laughs> and if you didn't do that, book it today. Uh, and I'm being serious. Like you really need to anticipate these things. My sister was traveling throughout the West uh, like Utah and, and places like that. She got lucky with like a few lotteries for some of the hikes that she did. But other than that, she said it was extremely hard to get things booked. Um, so expect things to be sold out from tours to rental cars and all the way down the list. Expect delays. Assume, you know, add time, add time to adjust to delays uh, for transportation for sure. And then expect to pay more money. Um, so save more money and bring more with you, like have some in reserves because uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. I think we're still working out the kinks caused by COVID. And so we're, we're making our way through it, but travel 
while in America, we're fully able to pretty much go anywhere now. Like there's no restrictions at all. We're still seeing major implications from a financial and logistical perspective. Yep. All right. Speaking of uh, high costs. This one is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one is actually good. It's the opposite of high cost because Mm -hmm. New York officials have officially banned airports from adding exorbitant surcharges to anything. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, someone, so many people have complained about buying a single beer at an, at any of the airports in New York for $28. Yeah. $28. Now, uh, they, they actually did 25 diners and they were charging anywhere between 23 and 27 for a beer. And now all that's going to be happening is there's going to be a maximum of a 10% surcharge. And hopefully that means that a beer will cost no more than $10, which is still high. Still high for a beer, $28 for a beer. So this was sparked by someone who tweeted like the receipt of his beer that was $27 due to a, and I am doing air quotes, COVID recovery charge, which is just (laughs) insane. And I didn't go to employees. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It didn't go to employees. I was, when I flew to Rome last September, uh, I, we settled down near the gate and I grabbed, you know, the cash to go get some snacks and some water so we could, we could do it. And I went into this one stand and I just grabbed like a bunch of like random things, not, not that much and not like super unhealthy stuff, just like some cliff bars, whatever it was. And I get to start checking out and I wasn't even looking at prices. It was $65, Whoa, $65 for like a few waters and a few snacks. And so I said, I'm sorry, I can't pay for that. And I just put it down and I walked out and I went somewhere that was slightly cheaper. And I think I ended up paying like 40 or $50 for a few snacks and a few bottles of water just to just hold us over for the flight, you know, the flight from New York to Rome. Yeah. Insane, insane. And it, it boggled my mind that this was like real, that people were paying those prices, but they were, and I'm glad like this is because it, it was getting insane $28 for a beer. That's just, that is criminal. That is criminal. That is. Yeah. So that is changing, thankfully. All right. Next, a woman, Calgary woman jailed in the Dominican Republic alongside the crew for because there was a hundred pounds of cocaine on the plane. Yeah. So what had happened here was hundreds of pounds, hundreds of pounds. Yeah. So this woman and so I read this article and as I'm reading it, they don't know who the cocaine, who the cocaine belonged to. Yeah. But the, the, there's this article reads as though this woman had nothing to do with it. So I'm going to assume that, you know, I, all, the, all, the, all the information is not out yet, but it appears that this woman was just traveling there. She was on vacation. She was on the small plane. She was heading back home. They found a bunch of cocaine and they locked her up with everybody else. Her family is doing everything they can to get her out. She's, she's from Canada. And the Dominican Republican officials are now saying that she needs to go to court. She's going to either be... Um, held in jail for a year or just like held in the country but she cannot be she cannot leave the dominican republic now for one year imagine how that derails your life oh yeah yeah that'd be terrible it's insane it's insane especially if she's completely innocent which she appears to be um but yeah so 11 people were jailed in this discovery and uh, they were they were released on twenty three thousand in bail money and they're they're required to remain in the country for a year before they sort this out yeah, if she's innocent, if these people are innocent, that's horrible. I, I I don't really understand how they can do that, but that's the risk you take when you, you like. Guilty I, I shouldn't even say innocent. that, you, right? But that's the that's unfortunately like the risk you take when you travel to different countries with different laws. Mm-hmm. You get treated differently, and 
yeah, someone completely innocent is now. Which is why Locked Up Abroad is so popular. Yeah, I used to love that show. <laughs> uh, this next one's fascinating. Jumping into it. Oh, yeah. Um, this is, this is, you're right. It is fascinating. Big news. Um, well, not, not big news, but interesting news that scientists are growing plants in soil. No, in, from in the moon. Soil. Yeah. Soil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, sorry, yeah, plants, keyword there. I missed it. Scientists <laughs> growing plants in soil is not big news. <laughs> but yes, lunar soil adds a twist. And yes, so it does. No. it's it, yeah. So they're they're growing Arabidopsis taliana, which is uh, native to Eurasian Africa. It's more in the family of broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. So it is a plant that is studied by scientists all over the world, specifically for their biology, because it's fairly simple. And they did a comparison of the Arabidopsis in lunar soil versus volcanic ash soil. And it was very clear that growing it in lunar soil is a comparison to growing it in some of the most harsh environments in the world. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so they, they, it's this awesome step though for seeing what it we is. can do uh for two fronts right one for for food but then also i mean if you can grow a forest or something on the moon in some sort of habitat in the future where you can create oxygen that way that's pretty pretty amazing so yeah looking forward to seeing how that goes even though we're probably going to be dead before we see anything real just, just an fyi that. that they did not grow it on the moon they grew it right Earth. right right they brought the moon soil back yeah yep what's next and this last one i think is right up your alley i think you're better suited to explain it so when i well, not, not quite our last one we got one more i'm sorry this. correct but this one is also related to our celestial bodies mm -hmm. um we have images first images ever of the black hole at the center of the milky way galaxy which is incredible we had we had a travel bites episode a few months ago about the first ever image of a black hole which was an unbelievable in and of itself and now we have one of our home galaxy what is a black hole can you explain that to us it is <laughs> it is a uh, mass that it's basically an exploded star that has such density that it captures light, which is why it's black. Right. Like it, it pulls, it is got such a strong gravitational pull that it absorbs light. This is where I get confused though. What is causing the pull? What is at the center of a black hole? Do we don't know, correct? We don't know. Okay. So yeah. whatever it is in that core of the black hole is pulling everything, including light to it. Yes. And compounding it into, I know I've read like the densest, like a hundred billion times more denser than gold or, you know, whatever they say is to try to make it make sense. But so we don't really know what is at the center of the black hole. Yeah. But if you um, want to read a fun book, read Einstein's Monsters. It's one of, so black holes are still one of the most um, fascinating celestial objects because we don't know much about them. And as you can tell, it is hard to see them because this is our second image. Of right, 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 right. Yeah. The, the, another fascinating book that I loved was Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, which was essentially like this it's short book, like 250 pages of just astrophysics in layman's terms, really like help, helped me a lot in understanding some basic, right. no, I should say basic, complex <laughs> principles <laughs> yeah and so it's the last article and so uh the image was produced by a global research team called the event horizon telescope collaboration 
and they used observations from worldwide network of radio telescopes. It's very nice. cool. Yeah, so the link link to that article if you want to learn more about it and maybe understand it perhaps better than Bob and I do uh, is going to be in the show notes. Right. And our last article, our last article is about Moulin Rouge, the windmill in Paris. Airbnb just listed it for limited stays. And yes, I don't know how I feel limited. about that. Extremely limited. Three days is all you get. It's it's a it's a promotional thing for the show. Like it's not real. Like it, it's one dollar per night. Okay. And yeah, so it's one dollar per night. It was built in 1889, and they're doing it as part of a promotion for this Claudine Van Den Berg uh, show. So you'll get access. You'll get to join Van Den Berg for a meet and greet and. Forgive me if you're listening to this and you're a big Moulin Rouge fan. I really don't know much about it other than like the song with Christina Aguilera back when I was like a teenager. Uh, <laughs> and I know the there's, there's a corresponding movie. Yeah, I didn't see the movie, no. Um, and so if you're into this, it sounds incredible. It sounds incredible. It's really interesting to me just going through the pictures and seeing the windmill and things like that. I, I The history is, is, is more interesting than this movie unfortunately I, I don't i don't know enough about it Do you? yeah no i don't know very much about it but isn't this a, so there's only very limited days that you can book it right the june 13th 20th and 27th right and then um the listing went live on may 17th so i i'm guessing that it was a first come first serve and there's not going to be many people that can actually stay there it's probably sold out yeah i, I would imagine but it's still cool yeah yeah interesting yeah what will they do next airbnb all right. Uh, a quick reminder of the structural change of our episodes. Once again, we're going to still do the bites first of every month, followed by two consecutive guest episodes. And then after that, however many weeks are left in the month, there will be no episode released. And then it resets the following month. Again, we just need more time for our family. And we appreciate you understanding that. So this month, our guests this month. Yeah. Yeah. We got Pashmina traveling the Middle East alone and biking. And then we have Derek on how to find steady work during indefinite travel. Both yeah. really fun episodes. Oh, yeah. Pashmina went through like the Middle East by herself. She made it all the way into Europe. She started biking around Hong Kong. She was a desk worker turned adventurer. Derek was just long-term travel. He learned how to work on a cruise ship. He was kidnapped for a little bit and spent time in the in a cell in like Bangladesh and then was in a Bollywood movie. So lots of fun uh, in both of those conversations. Yeah. So thank you for listening to the show. Uh, if you love the show and you want to help support us, know that sharing it with friends and family, sharing it on social media, however you want to share it is good for us and we appreciate it. You can support us with all of the production that goes into the show with software, technology, time by going to buy me a coffee. It is on our website and in our Instagram links. And uh, if you want to leave us a review, that is also helpful. Follow us on social media, YouTube, podcasts, any podcast platform, just click the follow button. That'd be great. Yeah. Stay safe, stay healthy, and tune in next week. 